When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on Carol. She's more focused on hitting a high note than the car in front of her. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois. Coaches aren't having to coach really effort uh, or toughness out there. They're 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 coaching team, and, and you can hear uh, the leadership within this the, the veteran, which is huge when you go in when you establish that culture. Now year five, like you said, these guys have tasted winning and they know what to expect. The All In Podcast is back, and we will be taking you through the entire season, which starts in just three short weeks. It all starts right now. We'll be having episodes leading up to November 9th when the Bulldogs take the court for the very first time in the regular season 2022-23. Thanks for joining me. I'm Michael Admire. I'm the voice of the Bulldogs, and this is where we bring you access and conversations to the players, coaches, and many others surrounding the Drake men's basketball program. And today, it's media day, so we have so much coming your way shortly. For those of you that know me, I, I, when I am not done, when I don't have my hair slicked back, I, I'm rocking a hat. I, I'm a hat guy. I, I always enjoy wearing good hats. And recently, Authentic Brand hooked us up with some new swag, some new Drake gear. And of course, I had to you know, get a couple new Drake hats for the season. And every time I wear it, 
somebody asked me, where, where'd you get that? And I, my chest kind of puffs out a little bit and I get to tell them that I got the, from authentic brand. So, uh, they're, they're the key to success and true to that spirit, authentic brand. They develop each product, including hats and their collection to devi- to deliver an authentic look and feel that delivers that extra edge of confidence. So make sure you find an authorized retailer near you, or you can shop 24 seven at authentic brand.com and get yourself one of those hats. They have sweatshirts for the winter. It's already starting to get cool around here. So stock up because you'll be wanting to wear all the fresh gear in the nap center this winter. All right, this episode is a very nice primer for November. It's myself and radio partner Paul Dorfeld. We're breaking down media day, and we stuck around for practice to kind of get a feel for what the team looks like today. And we're taking that. We went from practice. We hopped on the mics, and we talked about it. So uh, hopefully some uh, information that uh, you guys will be able to take away here. And uh, ho- hopefully you all enjoy it. We'll have some quotes from players and head coach Darren DeVries. Plus, we're going to throw in our two in- two cents. So hope you enjoy. Here we go. All right, everybody, welcome into the All In Podcast. I am Michael Admire, along with Paul Dorfeld. Paul, five years. Uh, we've been doing this thing together. You're on your 10, correct? Ten, yeah, I'm not sure what year it is. I always forget. I've kind of forgotten those years past this. The, now this five, because this five years has been a heck of a ride. We're sitting here on media day, which is hard to believe, and it is 23 days from opening day when uh, Drake will welcome in IUPUI to begin year five of the Darren DeVries era. And uh, we got a chance to talk to some players today. We got to hear from head coach Darren DeVries. And we got to watch practice afterwards. So we wanted to use this time to let the fans know what we saw and what we're excited about, what we heard, and maybe what that means. And we'll go through some of the clips from Media Day coming up. But first, Paul, just wanted to get your, you know, uh, overall thoughts as you kind of walked in the building today, uh, seeing how the season ended last year, uh, the Missouri Valley Conference Championship, and then a few days uh, in uh, postseason tournament, just and now expectations for this team this year, just kind of what, what were you thinking as you walked in the building? I think it's been, you know, it's been a few, I haven't gotten the building as much as I want this fall, but in, just coming in today, number one, walking through the court and just feeling the, the, the presence of how they've rebuilt this, the uh, nap center. It's incredible. It's going to be an incredible environment, but then walking in the first two things that I look at is, you know, uh, DJ and Roman Penn have seen those two guys back in a Drake uniform for, I don't know, seven or eight years now. But, I mean, just having that, those coaches, that guidance, uh, you, you can just feel the culture that is on the court. You know, coaches aren't having to coach really effort uh, or toughness out there. They're, they're, they're coaching team, and, and you can hear uh, the leadership within this, the, the veteran, which is huge when you go in, when you establish that culture. Now, year five, like you said, these guys have tasted winning, and they know what to expect. And with some of the transfers that come in, some of the new blood coming in, it's so important to have that uh, veteran leadership. Here's a plug, draketicks.com slash MBB. You can get your season tickets uh, right now. You can also get single game tickets. And I say that because the NAP Center, uh, the renovation to the lower bowl, uh, it, it will change how it feels in there. They have, uh, 
you know, completely bold in all the corners. So instead of having four distinct corners, it's one seamless uh, bowl all the way around. And yeah, uh, I've been around it a lot. You know, I walk through there every day uh, for the last two months. But to hear, you know, people come in and see it again for the first time, that's that's always exciting. Well, and I've really plugged to the groups that I'm associated with on the outside of coming here and and now having, um, you know, the tabletops up top where you can bring a group of, of you know, your, your business partners, uh, employees, whatever, have a function out where you can really kind of gather and watch the game could be really exciting too. Yeah, the uh, tabletops in all four corners, uh, that is the uh, corner clubs. So I, I need to get the name right on that, but I think it's the, the corner club. Uh, and I had a meeting this morning, and it's going to be $30 per ticket in those corners. So you have to buy a table of four. So for $120, you get four tickets and one of those tables and access Excellent. to the courtside club as well. Right. So it's, yeah, it's a really, really good deal uh, for those uh, tickets uh, when they go on sale. So keep an eye out for those as well on draketicks.com. Uh, one thing that I thought was pretty interesting that you said to me is uh, not only did you see Roman, DJ, Garrett, and they're for their, you know, beginning their fifth season as well. They've been along on this. Uh, we've been along on, on their ride, I guess, uh, all, all five of these years. But you were like, man, this, you know, year one for you, when you go back, you're trying to compare the, the athletes in the building, and it's just a totally different game now. Oh, it's huge. You know, when I first got to Drake and, and started calling games and being around the gym, it, it always felt like, uh, you'd look at this team and compare it to other college games that I had done and been around other programs, and it just didn't feel like a, a Division One college program. Now you walk in today, and, and these athletes that the, the coaching staff have brought in, and they've done an incredible job in the offseason of building strength. I'm walking around to every every one of these guys going, boy, you look a lot bigger this year. You put on some weight. Like DJ talked to, he said that way. I mean, just looking at these guys, their strength and wellness program that they've done, just making you know this looks like a big time division one team now. Well, and they had a full off season as well. You, you kind of forget sometimes that the last two off seasons have been swallowed up by COVID restrictions. So you're not able to, or you are able to get into the gym a lot. It's just not the same program yeah. that it that it typically had been. So this is their first true off season where everybody's able to get in the gym and, and make those make that type of progress. Oh, definitely, and, and and then just again having having so much camaraderie. I mean, watching this team and watching them out there, they're so excited about it, and everybody's excited when it's that new year. But again, I can't, I can never stress how much having that veteran leadership of how they um, really step up. You can hear them coaching out on the court. If if they're not in a drill, they're coaching and they're helping each other out. All right, so you mentioned about how a lot of the guys have had gained some weight uh, in the off season, bulked up a little bit. You can see it from. Uh, you know, DJ Issa Sadar has even made some uh, progress. Garrett Sturts, Tucker DeVries, uh, uh, one of note as well. But th there is one noticeable player that has dropped some weight in the offseason, and that's Darnell Brody. He talked a lot about that. Uh, this, uh, you know, in media day today, we'll get to those, uh, we'll get to that clip in a little bit. But just what did you see from Darnell Brody on the court? I know that he, that's a guy you've, you always kind of keep an eye on because you play the same position. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those where you always think, well, in, in my opinion, being that out on that outside world is, boy, he's got so much potential, and I've heard coaches talk about it. I know it's been it's been kind of give and take uh, this last couple of seasons, but talking to Coach Marty today, 
you know, I said, hey, you know, how, how, how do you feel about Darnell? And he's like, he's he's doing great. You know, he said some great things about uh, the scrimmage and things that he's done. Uh, so, and, and that could be a big part of this program. It was something they really needed last year, and I think he kind of missed out at sometimes. That if he can really plug in there this year and really give some, you know, and it's not scoring so much. It's just that rebound and that defensive pressure and having that presence inside the paint could be huge for this team, especially being kind of a focused outside driving, you know, driving dish type of team. Yeah, we'll get to some of the quotes here in just a, a little bit. I wanted to ask you about Darnell Brody, but uh, now I just want to kind of open it up to you. Uh, what were some of the other things from, you know, the 90 minutes of practice that you sat in on that um, stood out to you other than some of the, like the big picture stuff, you know, players, scheme, anything that you see that uh, I may be missing on, on day to day? You know, it's this is a team that likes to get up and down, obviously. So everything really practice was is really driven towards pushing the basketball, scoring the basketball. I think the biggest thing trying to figure out uh, what what I'm looking for is, okay, who's going to be those guys, you know, to step up? Last year you saw a lot go through DeVries' hands, especially late in that game. And, you know, he's obviously going to be a target for other teams. So there's other guys that are going to have to, you know, step up. Um, and, and like I said, some of the, the bigs that have come in, some of the transfers that have come in, I'm still learning some of those names. <laughs> but, you know, uh, Northweather, Eric, you know, if he can come in and give some good minutes. And you talked about um, – uh, the other transfer, Sidar uh, Calhoun. Sidar, yep. you know he's athletic, and it's just a matter of if coming into a new program after being at a couple others of learning all the different situations. There's a lot of things that Drake does in their offense and defense and schemes and learning that of trying to put that into you know six weeks of practice. You know I know you've had some of the off season, but trying to come into because I've you know they've talked about that he could really bring some athleticism to this team. Shoots the ball well from the outside, but again just bringing that another guy. Um, and then I, I you know, it, again, it's having those guys, you know, it, and staying healthy. We've seen yeah. it just, it's been, it's been snake bit in this team of every year, something has happened late in the season that, you know, they could be talking about, uh, maybe one or two more NCAA bids, uh, another MVC championship, whatever the case may be. Uh, but now, now they've got a huge target on their, their back this year, you know, being preseason, being picked in one and some of the uh, the polls there. And, and um, you know, you've got a, a strong conference coming in. Now you've got uh, three new teams coming into the conference. You're playing uh, extra games within that conference. So it's a long season. It's a lot to, you know, you've got to get over through the season. So it's going to be, I think, another one, get back to your question, is you see all these bodies out there that are capable of playing is who's going to now step up. It's like, you know, there's only so many minutes in a basketball game. That's where it really becomes where you find out about a team going, okay, who's having that night? Who's stepping up? But if it's not your night, are you going to be supportive on the bench? And that's where, again, I think you talk about those three huge leaders in DJ and Garrett and Roman of, of creating that philosophy and that mindset. Yeah, the, the leadership on this team will hopefully help navigate this team through those ups and downs. And They've had plenty of experience with uh, some of those right. ups and downs over the last uh, few seasons. Uh, one thing before we jump into the press conference, uh, you talked about it with the uh, you know new teams coming into the into the MVC. So we have a game in a conference game in November, and uh, there'll be two conference games before holiday break. So uh, it it will be a, a totally different feel to conference play, but then also non-conference have a, a couple good teams. Uh, on that non-conference, including road trips to Richmond and St. Louis, uh, non-conference uh, bout against Mississippi State and Lincoln. And then we just saw today that 
uh, Louisiana is preseason number one in their conference, and uh, Louisiana is going to be coming to the Knapp Center uh, in November, not to mention uh, all the teams that you could face down in the Virgin Islands, uh, Wyoming, uh, Buffalo to, to start things off, some really good teams on this non-conference. It, it's as good of a non-conference schedule as we've seen uh, since we've been here and maybe going back several years. Well, I think that's the mindset of Coach DeVries and the, this coaching staff too is, you know, they're not afraid of playing anybody in the preseason part. And you've got to be – you've got to build yourself and be ready for such a tough uh, Missouri Valley Conference, especially now. If, if you, you, Even if you – like we saw last year going down to Atlanta, you know, playing Clemson and, and having opportunities to win so many games there that they were just short, but I thought helped them in the long run as you got into conference and you got in those same situations. Yep, no doubt about it. Uh, any of those non-conference games excite you uh, other than spending some time uh, – down in the Virgin Islands. Well, the Virgin Islands would be nice, <laughs> but, you know, I think Mississippi State, you go over to Lincoln because, again, you play in a neutral site kind of for them. Uh, it's a good environment, uh, depending on how Nebraska's fans, if, you know, being Christmas time, I think that's December 20th. Yeah. You know, is a big one. Um, and then, like I said, you go to the Virgin Islands, is I think it's so huge, those, those trips there, because it can be such a um, – you go into a resort, this will be really the first time this teams because every one of them has been wiped out either from COVID, uh, the hurricane, haven't really had an experience like this to get the guys to have an experience, but it's a time really that team building of being together and being able to be focused to play in that type of atmosphere. Yeah, uh, some really good games on the docket. And you go down to the Virgin Islands and uh, you, you let your, you know, you get distracted by all the stuff that's down there and all of a sudden – uh, you lose a couple games, and those games uh, are the ones that the committee looks like, looks at come March uh, for mid majors. There's there's no room for error in that sense. All right, uh, let's jump into some of the media day quotes. Um, we'll start off uh, with the opening statement from Coach DeVries. It was short, sweet, sixty seconds, uh, but did have some you know, points in there that uh, uh, hopefully that we can uh, kind of touch on here. As we get going, uh, welcome everyone. Uh, obviously, media day means uh, the season's uh, right around the corner, so it's an uh, exciting time of year for us, for our players. Uh, you go through a whole off season, the spring and summer, and into the fall, and and now all that work is uh, going to get put out on display very soon. So, um, exciting, um, exciting time for us. As we mentioned, got a lot of guys back, a lot of returners, a very experienced club. Um, and we're working through right now uh, some of the, those experienced guys. I, I think they've figured out by now that they've uh, how to get out of conditioning. So we've, we've uh, had a few guys on the sidelines the last few weeks uh, as we're getting closer. But they're all working their way back to getting, getting back out on the practice floor, uh, which will be great for us uh, with our first game about three weeks away. So, um, again, looking forward to uh, getting the season started uh, and hopefully um, you know, no COVID pauses and things this year so everything can run smoothly. All right, so that is head coach Darren DeVries and the opening statement of uh, Media Day today. And I think the big thing that stands out there is just the fact that he brings up, you know, some of the injuries of the offseason. We saw that the blue-white scrimmage, you know, DJ Wilkins, we knew that was going to be, uh, you know, a rehab after getting injured on the final game of the season, a rehab that would go into uh, the regular season, uh, it looks like he is on track to be able to get some early season action even in November. So that's some positive news. Issa Samake still dealing with some injuries from his uh, ACL tear. 
Nate Ferguson has been out for a time uh, here in the fall, but he was back on the practice court today. Garrett Sturtz had the sprained ankle. Uh, he was out for a couple weeks. He was back on the practice court today. And then Roman Penn is you know, still dealing with some injuries that just it did not heal the way that they thought in the offseason. So, uh, you know, not entirely sure what his timetable looks like, but you know, they're hoping to get him back you know, sometime in mid-November as well. So uh, I guess you know, some tough news in, in one sense, but then you know, positive news on the other sense that you know, DJ was at practice today. A lot of those guys are starting to get healthy as the season gets going. Yeah, when you look at a, an injury in ACL, DJ back in March, you know, 10 years ago, that was a, a, at least a year out, you know, and you now you're talking about what we've we been seven months or so yeah. and coming back and, and coming off one of those injuries is a, is a tough one, especially just mentally to go back out there. Um, and it's, it's tough. I've seen guys that have had ACL tears that just never were the same after that because they just mentally, they were so scared of it happening again. And, and you don't see that in DJ. DJ, DJ's out there running, making cuts and looks really good. It's just a matter of, when he feels he get out there. And Roman, saying, I asked him the question, I'm like, hey, when do you think you can get out there? And he's not really sure, but he's excited. I mean, he knows his big thing is that conference season one, and he doesn't want to push it, which is, you know, smart. He's had some issues with that leg. But then this this gives you an opportunity with their depth to some other guys to, to step up. You know, you think of uh, Connor Enright, uh, a guy like that, okay, okay, um, getting chances to um, – you know, step up and, and play some minutes that, uh, you know, hoping they're seeing some big things out of those two. You know, defensively is one of the things they're going to have to bring to the table, but offensively they have it there. So, again, it's it's molding this team. Uh, you've got a lot of opportunity. That's what I always – how they've built this program is you never can look at the, this this team and say, well, there's this top five and then there's these guys. There's always eight to ten guys that are capable of starting and playing, which is, I think, big with a program like this, especially because you never know what the, the, that next day is going to bring. Well, uh, you just talked about it, uh, and Coach also talked about just the bright side of uh, some of these injuries and how uh, it's given other players opportunities this fall. One of the – what I hope is one of the – maybe the um, – benefits of having some veteran guys out during practices is for some other guys to be in different roles uh, during these practices. So, uh, for example, Connor Enright, he's had to take, you know, 100% of almost all of our point guard reps where, you know, if Roman had been practicing the entire time, he doesn't get that experience. So uh, I've really liked what uh, maybe our bench, how it's developed over the course of these fall practices. I think we have a lot of guys uh, that we trust that we can call on. Um, and feel feel great about uh, that can help us win a win a game and and that is uh, exactly what it's going to take. It's going to take you know several players. Uh, it's going to take more than just you know five or six guys to win uh, a championship. Uh, it, it has uh, every single year that that Drake has been here and he br- he brings up and kind of isolates Connor Enright there and uh, he has been one of the guys that you've heard his name repeatedly come up this fall is that, you know, they have high expectations for him once conference play starts. They think, you know, he's as uh, good as any backup uh, point guard uh, in the in the Missouri Valley Conference as a redshirt freshman. Yeah, I mean, he's impressive. It just is the way he handles himself on the court. You could see that as many minutes as he's gotten. Probably only been three or four practices 
just to see him handling that point guard position, like Coach said, wouldn't have all those opportunities, which is huge. And, and you, you got to think you don't want to have this mindset, but it's happened every year. You just don't know who's going to go out. You've got to be ready that they, you know, they always talk about that next man up. Well, it's been true at, at Drake, but they've always been ready, and they've always been able to find a way to step up and meet that challenge. Yes, uh, they, they certainly have, and uh, that uh, it's great getting some of these young guys some of those opportunities. So not only do you have some of the younger guys uh, making kind of their name within the program this fall, we have some transfers coming in, Sadar Calhoun, Eric Northweather. Uh, I, you have the veterans on this team. It's just a now a unique blend of players, and Coach DeVries, has been, you know, molding this team to try to figure out exactly what this team will look like once the ball tips in November. Saw a little bit in the blue-white scrimmage, but they seem to be really pushing the pace, playing fast, scoring early, and, and their shooting has improved tremendously. And here's Coach kind of talking about, you know, making all the parts of this team work for the program. Uh, you change a little bit, you know, you lose some guys, you bring in some guys and they're not all the same. So figuring out, you know, what, what style would, would fit our group the best. We're not going to change a lot from who we are and what we want to do, uh, but you tweak it a little bit. I think we're going to shoot the ball better this year. I think uh, that will be an advantage for us where last year we didn't shoot it quite as well from, from three point line. Um, but we may lose a little bit in some of our, um, uh, you know, defensive pressure and things that we're able to um, maybe do a little bit more of last year. So I think we'll be we'll do a lot of the same things. You just tweak it uh, to kind of fit the guys that we have. And I, I love that uh, quote from coaches. You uh, you do what you do as as a program. You have your philosophy. You have your offensive and defensive mindsets. But then you know you get a guy like Sadar. You get a pick and pop five like Eric Northweather, and you can start kind of you know changing some stuff. Well, it, it changes the whole dynamic when you get a guy like Northweather comes in that all of a sudden, you know, you have uh, you have a, a post, but then now you have one that can pick and pop and can drag that defense out and, and, and really extend the defense and create some gaps. And you got uh, Calhoun that comes in that has been a proven shooter at other programs and been able to shoot the ball well. So now, again, instead of focusing, like it's a lot of times it seemed like the ball went into DeVries' hands, especially late in this and that. Now you're able to maybe look at some other options, even though you know DeVries is going to be one of their top options there, but teams are going to play off of that. So when you can when you can really bring out the, the defense and expand that defense and really open up some of that gaps, it gives that driving capabilities there also. Yeah, Coach talked about it a ton last year, and especially against you know Bradley and then in the championship game against Loyola with DJ out, you can just really see the ball get, get stuck at times. Okay. And – if you know if you going in to march uh, all you know all cylinders firing you feel like there are you know seven to eight guys that can really really score the basketball on this team yeah that's huge and and you're always going to need that guy there's always that guy on the team that boy if it's late in the shot clock or something's happening that you got to get their hands they can make some you know you can always get the ball to tucker tucker yeah. can make something happen he made some f- phenomenal plays last year coming in and and you know, you can only expect great things. I think I saw one one uh, ranking uh, top forwards in the country. He was in the top 20 there. You know, so obviously he's been taking recognition to the outward in basketball nation. So, you know, he's going to have a target on his on his back with um, with different teams. But again, 
having so much uh, so, so much uh, different types of players that come in and add that, you know, when you talk about Calhoun too, being able to drive the basketball, his athleticism, you know, coaches talk about how athletic he is and how he moves on, not so much like a tank so much, but still it's a little bit bigger, stronger. So Yeah, no, uh, you got a lot of guys that can get the ball to the rim and, and uh, create. Uh, so we talked a, a little bit about one of the younger guys and, and Tucker DeVries. Uh, but then I got a chance to sit down with some of the seniors today, and it was interesting hearing them talk just about how, oh, wow, yeah, I've been here five years, or I've been playing basketball in college for, for several years, but you know, media day is the first day where it really, really kind of hits you that, that this is it. Oh, uh, you know, just just ready for the tip-off now. Like, it just seems since the blue and white already happened, uh, NBC Media Day, and now we got our Media Day, so you just know it's getting close. Plus, it's getting it's a little cold in the building today too, so that's how you know basketball season coming around. It's a bittersweet feeling knowing this is like my last Media Day of college, but I'm also really excited um, to hit the ground running and just competing this season. I feel like um, I can't wait to play all the conference games, the non-conference games, um, to travel with my teammates one last time in this college journey, college journey, but overall I'm really excited. I think it just kind of hit me kind of today and, and just kind of in the past week that, you know, it's, it's, it's here and this is, this is my last go around here at Drake and it's kind of been, it's kind of been surreal just kind of looking back at, at my time here, especially over the past four years, walking on here and then just kind of seeing how everything transpired last year till to now and it's, it's kind of just all surreal. It's all hit me at once. All right, so in order of those guys appearing, it was DJ Wilkins, Sadar Calhoun, and then Garrett Sturtz, uh, some guys that have played a, a lot of basketball, uh, most of it in the blue and white for DJ and Garrett, and then Sadar coming in here for his final stop. And he said a couple times today, he's like, I'm really happy that this is where my career and college basketball will, will wrap up. It just feels so right. So that, that's cool to hear. Yeah, it's, it's, and that's the one thing this team always takes in, guys. There's been some transfers that come in. They always welcome them with warm arms, you know, and, and listen to DJ. I think the biggest thing I've taken, I talked to Garrett and DJ both and even Roman Penn, uh, and it's like talking to an assistant coach now When I, because I'd ask questions about, uh, you know, what are they trying to do on this or why, why is this slip there and what are they trying, just trying to figure out some of their schemes that have changed or what they're exactly doing. And it's like talking to an assistant coach, which I can't, can't stress enough. You know, there's not, not a lot of programs in the United States in college basketball anymore that have, you know, seniors, juniors and seniors, you know, you get these one and dones or they're, they're going to the G league, going overseas, whatever the case may be, trying to make some dollars uh, and to have this kind of leadership and not just the leadership, but the, the type of players they are is so, so beneficial to this program. Yeah, it was interesting because some of the questions, many of the questions I asked this team, you know, today, it, it were the, they were the exact same questions last year. And it was the exact same team. How does a veteran team not get complacent? Uh, you know, how do you, how are you approaching your goals? And all, all these answers were, I feel like even more so this year, uh, they were complete, and the team really, uh, you know, the the veterans on this team really understand what it takes to win a championship, and that only comes with experience. Well, the experience is one thing, but then actually being successful with that experience, you know, when you talk to some of these guys that have been in the NCAA tournament and seen what it felt like, you know, not being able to get a win, uh, 
winning the the conference and getting those rings, you know, you you get that hungry. So I think it's it's easy not to be, be complacent. I think it's one of those that they're so hungry that have that feeling again and, and being able to, you know, talk to the, the, the newcomers that come in of, of what is expected, what is needed, you know. And I think that's huge too is you don't have to always be listening to the coach. It's something that coach doesn't have to pound on every day because they're getting it from their teammates. They're getting it when they're probably sitting in their dorm rooms or in their apartment, whatever the case may be, talking about what is needed and how they got to be. Here is uh, here here are a couple of players uh, discussing expectations for the season. I think the goal every year stays the same. Um, you know, you know, trying to make an NCAA tournament, um, win the conference, uh, you know, win the tournament, and you know, um, just being able to take the day-to-day process and to uh, you know build on that, and um, which would end up in those end goals. You gotta put in the work every day, defensively, offensively, in the game situations. Uh, your scout reports, uh, you just want to make sure guys are just on their toes and clicking in every aspect that we possibly could every day just to stack one day at a time. That was Tucker DeVries, DJ Wilkins, and then a cameo from uh, Roman, uh, Roman Penn sneezing in the, in the background. You go to a quiet place, and uh, there just isn't one uh, around uh, the Drake men's basketball team. So, yeah, I love the love the insight by those guys. It's very straightforward expectations are to win the Missouri Valley Conference Championship and to, uh, you know, make it to the NCAA tournament. Well, and you look at how what they spoke about, too, because it, it's about winning basketball games and so many games. When you look at last year, we look at the tournament down in Orlando and going to Atlanta, so many of those games, it was situational in those last five minutes that either won or lost that game, which is huge now going into this season. Them understanding, you know, how they lost those games and what needed to be done. I think that's what led to uh, the success in the conference, but then going in this year too. It's knowing that, boy, every defensive possession is so huge. The offensive possessions, you know, you're going to get some tough shots, bad shots once in a while, but trying to get up a shot, getting to, having a successful possession, and then those late game situations. All right, so I promised this clip a little bit uh, earlier on. We, uh, we've already hit 30 minutes, so it's about time to wrap this thing up, but I promised this clip. So I want to play. This is uh, Darnell Brody, uh, who, well, I'll, I'll just play the clip, and here's <laughs> here's Darnell Brody talking about his off-season goals and how much he's looking forward to, you know, showing the fan base uh, how much he's worked in the off-season. Honestly, I've been trying to lose a lot of weight. Uh, uh, been trying to do better everywhere, honestly, be a better leader, uh, just be better overall. Honestly, I've been itching every day. Honestly, uh, ever since what two weeks ago, I've been like I've been itching and play. Like I just can't wait. I, I have no words for that. Uh, oh, he's a man of very few words. Love always catching up with Darnell Brody, but I think you get the sense there that uh, Darnell has been working hard in the off season. He's in great shape. Uh, has has been playing hard, and he's just he's such a critical part to you know this team's success because there, there is no gauge prim in this conference uh belmont's big man is not back this year so th- there's a real opportunity for darnell brody to uh, have some big games and i think he'll be ready for those now like if, boy if i could say anything to darnell that's what my brother told me back when i was playing because the ball went through jeff greer's hand lafesta rose hands it didn't go through my hands and that's the same way here so I would complain about it. My brother said, 
you know what, just go get their misses and put it back, you know. And I averaged 14 points getting offensive rebounds. And, and that's the tough part of being mentally and staying in it when you're not always getting that basketball. The ball's not always coming down to you. You're not the focus of the offense of, of really staying engaged and, and really realizing how important he is to this team, not just scoring, but he can really be an impact inside that paint offensively and defensively. Well, we saw in the blue-white scrimmage, I think it was a miss by Tucker and Darnell comes in and just flushes it with two hands. Th- those misses, if you're engaged and all that stuff, uh, they, they can be pretty easy points. Yeah, <laughs> and, and the size of him, he, I mean, he's so broad, his shoulders, everything else. Once he gets established down there, he's hard to move. So, it, like, again, it's, it's getting early. It's getting your position early, knowing, uh, you know, shots are going off trying to locate yourself to get those opportunities or even just in their pick and roll situations, putting your body in a situation makes it easy to catch and go to the hip. All right. It will be a fun week for the Bulldogs. We had media day today. Also keep an eye out uh, for the Missouri Valley conference polls and uh, preseason player of the year and all conference uh, awards. Those will all come out on Wednesday. So, uh, th- that will be happening midweek, and then that not-so-super-secret scrimmage is this weekend. Can't get into too many details, but uh, the Bulldogs will kind of get a, you know test themselves against another opponent coming up. And then the following week is uh, the exhibition game, November 3rd exhibition game, and then November 9th, uh, Thursday, November 9th, is – or is that a Wednesday – I need to get these dates down. I think it's a Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday, November 9th. Uh, they are back at home against IUPUI to open up the season. So, man, it's uh, it's coming fast and furious. Well, every year we get done, it's in March, sometime in March, and all of a sudden it's it's November again. And this summer has felt weird. I've, I've said that, talked that to everybody out there. It just seems like it has gone so fast. Uh, didn't do a whole lot. Worked and just got ready for basketball season again. Football season came, and now it's high-strung, but – basketball season back and ready and, and again hopefully the crowds come out this is a team that d- deserves the support from the des moines crowds get out here and support the bulldog because it's going to be a fun year and we'll leave it at that thanks paul thanks for having me Jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig, inspiring kid confidence.